We can be very good at telling ourselves lies to make us feel comfortable or protect us, you know, that whole kind of fear mechanism in our brains. But there are a few lies about success that I consistently see people telling themselves things that people are believing that are actually stopping them really from excelling and realizing their own version of success. Welcome to another episode of On Track with Lani Fogelberg, the podcast you listen to when you want to get in your groove, you want to get your mojo, your mind on track, your career, your business, whatever it is, but going in the right direction that you want it to go in. I am, of course, your host, Lani Fogelberg, and we are coming to you today from the On Track studio at the Hampton Downs International Motorsport Park. Chilly day here today. And if you've been following me for a while or you have seen me online or this is your first time listening to me, welcome or welcome back. Uh, I'd love for you to hit the subscribe button if you're on YouTube or hit that follow button on Spotify or Apple. We have episodes every fortnight and a few extra bonuses coming very soon. So look out for those. But today we're talking about the stuff that we can tell ourselves about success, which actually isn't true. Now, why am I qualified to talk about this? I am one of those people who has achieved some stuff. (laughs) I've had a very successful career in commercial finance and management consulting. I have some wonderful byproducts as a result, I suppose, of that career. And I have worked with hundreds of businesses around the world over the years in varying capacities, but at the moment on their strategy and growth and exit and ultimately their success. So success is kind of my jam. And we're talking about three lies that we can tell ourselves about success, which I'm going to bust today, team. I'm going to bust these three lies. And let's crack into the first one on the note of my work and talking about success with businesses. Success isn't money. Success is not wealth. Unless your explicit goal is to build your wealth or create a highly profitable business, that is not your success. Success is defined as the achievement of an aim or a goal. And I think if you Google it, that's probably the first thing that comes up. When I've spoken about success on the podcast before, I have actually gone and looked up the definition of success in a dictionary sense. But it is the accomplishment of something. It's you set out to do something and you achieve it. You have been successful in performing that thing. You have been successful in attaining or achieving that thing. And I feel like in this day and age when we have so much information at our fingertips, we have social media, there are people like me online who don't necessarily talk as openly as what I do about something like what success really means. And although I think a lot of people deep down know it, it's very hard in this kind of noisy world that we live in to block out this messaging that we get that to be successful, you have to be living this like hugely financially abundant life and have all of these material things. And and it's just not what it is. When we go back to that definition of success, and it's the achievement of an aim or a goal, and we relate that to business, of course, in business, you want to be profitable. So success in that instance, or one element of success in that instance certainly does equal money, or it equals wealth. 
if your goal is to reach a certain net worth for yourself because you want to feel that feeling of financial security or you want to be able to provide for your parents who maybe had a rough time growing up and you want to put your children, your future children through the best education in the world or whatever it is, then yes, for you, success is going to look like money because you've got a goal which is attached to that. But one of the examples I like to use about success is that if you are suffering from clinical depression, your idea of success is getting out of bed (laughs) and it's got nothing to do with money. And why do I break this one down to start with? Because that kind of messaging about success can make people feel like crap. And I'm all about lifting people up and being very, very real about that. One story of my own life and, you know, the way that I've succeeded, uh, which I have done in my career, yes, that has resulted in financial success and I've had financial success in other areas like property and so forth. But for me, success means contributing meaningfully to other people's lives such that I kind of give more than what I receive, if that makes sense, so that more people rely on what I do for them or more people benefit from what I do for them than what I kind of take from the world around me, if that makes sense. To me, that's what success is. Success is also being a good partner, a good daughter, a good auntie, a good sister, a good friend, all of those things, but it's not always money. Now, that's not to say that I haven't had success attached to money in the past. I've had some very arbitrary self-serving goals growing up. I really wanted to buy a house. I really wanted to earn a certain amount by a certain age. I really wanted to buy a certain car by a certain age. And even though I'm saying that, you know, this is a lie we tell about, you know, like we tell ourselves about success that it equals money. If that is success to you, that is not a bad thing. It's okay to want money. (laughs) So I'll put that out there on top of that lie. But a little action point for those of you out there today, if you don't have some goals that aren't related to money or wealth, think about what else success actually means to you. Is it losing weight? I talk about that example a lot, even though it's not something that I can personally relate to. Success for someone who's looking to lose weight is reaching their goal weight. Nothing to do with money. There are so many different ways that we can start to feel satisfaction and fulfillment when we start to reframe success and what it means to us as individuals as opposed to the narrative that we get out in society. One last note on that lie, it is very pleasing to see that the next generation below me, the Gen Zs, are really starting to place importance on their freedom of time and their flexibility and their ability to choose. And I think this is the first generation where we're actually seeing this real kind of emphasis on those things. Part of me thinks that's because financial security can seem really unattainable to that generation just because of the world that we're living in at the moment and have done for some time. So that that sucks, obviously, and that's a whole other topic for us to talk about. But I just wanted to mention that there. I think it's very, very cool that the next generation is totally waking up to the idea that success is not just money because I feel like in my generation and up that's what it's been the second lie that we 
tell ourselves about money. Success comes from hard work. Absolute BS, kind of. Hear me out on this one. I was born in central Auckland, New Zealand. New Zealand is a first world country, OECD country. We have very easy access to clean water, education, healthcare. I think we could argue that our healthcare here is better than in the United States, for example, uh, in terms of what we receive uh, for, for free, funded by the government. So even though I'm 34 years old and I've made a lot of choices in my life, I didn't choose where I was born. I was not born in Ethiopia. I was not born uh, in Kuwait. There are so many people out there who are like, hustle, do this, do that, you'll be successful, you'll be a millionaire. Being born in the right place is a really bloody good start. So I can talk about Yes, the hard work that I've done. And, you know, really, have I worked that hard? Like my boyfriend, he was an infantry officer in the military. He's worked hard. You know, I've sat in a fucking air-conditioned office for most of my career. Is that hard work? Not really in the context of things. I have worked hard in the, you know, from an hours perspective and from an energy perspective and going over and above and probably compromising a lot of my boundaries and things like that, especially in my younger years. So yes, I've worked hard, but I look at, yeah, like I said, my boyfriend who's ex-military, he's worked hard, <laughs> like very, very, very hard, right? So I was born, I was born into a good family. Now I get so many questions about this online. There's even rumors, I've heard rumors, like local rumors that my dad owned the companies that I've worked for, which is complete BS. So let's just clear that up right now. <laughs> my dad was a mechanical engineer for 40 years, like more than 40 years, worked for the same company for nearly 40 years. Um, <laughs> like completely unrelated to anything that I've ever done. But my family life has been very stable. I've got one older brother. My parents are still together even to this day. They've recently celebrated their 44th wedding anniversary. They got married in 1979. Um, my mum was a stay-at-home mum. My dad provided for the family. We, as far as I'm aware, never had a problem putting food on the table. So... Also, on top of that, my parents are both educated. So my mum was the ducks of her high school. My dad's got an engineering degree. Like, I can talk about this hard work that I've done, but you cannot ignore the fact that people like me have had some advantages. I did a video on TikTok a little while, a little while ago talking about... Um, like building wealth, and I spoke about some of these advantages. I kind of, I feel like the word privilege is overused and it's just, it makes me cringe a little bit <clears throat> because to a certain extent, I feel like when we use the word privilege, it demeans the effort that I have genuinely gone to to build the life that I've built for myself on top of the advantages that I was already provided with, right? By being born into a great city and a great country with great infrastructure and systems, being surrounded by a very loving, supportive family. We cannot discount how important that is when it comes to excelling in life. 
I delivered a talk on Saturday to a group of the most amazing young women in Aotearoa, New Zealand, and they are so motivated. They're part of a community called Girl Boss, and they themselves are all looking to excel in life. And there were some comments that popped up after I spoke about this whole family aspect that, yeah, we cannot underrate what being born into like a really loving, close-knit, supportive family can have on our future. And you will all know one of the reasons I do this podcast is so that I guess I can share some love, if that makes sense, if that doesn't sound too cheesy, but I genuinely care about other people and their well-being and their futures and living and leading good lives. And so if people have been missing that in their upbringing, it's really important to me that with a full cup, I then share some of that love so that people can feel empowered to go and follow what they want to chase in life. This is turning into such a rambly episode. <laughs> I, ho- I hope that if you're just kind of listening to this on a Friday morning, commuting into work, that you're enjoying like my thinking out loud and my ramblings. But this this whole narrative and this lie that gets told about success comes from hard work. I think we need to be really realistic about the people that are saying this. I know there are a lot of people who have come from literally nothing. But if they were born, for example, in the United States, I sort of think like, oh, there's a lot of opportunity, you know? If, you've, if you're in an immigrant family and you've immigrated from a refugee family even rather than an immigrant family like that's got its distinct disadvantages you come you come up against cultural racial religious barriers often in the country that you immigrate to oh my goodness okay I'm really rambling on about this stuff but there's more to succeeding than just hard work the third lie that I so often see come up in people and Normally they're conversations when people kind of the penny drops and they're like, oh, oh, Lani, you're, you're just a human. <laughs> so the third lie we tell ourselves is that successful people are different to me. I'm not like them. Does that ring true for anyone? I'm kind of curious if any of you have had that narrative going in your head. She's not like me. I'm not like her. It's not true, man. I'm a flawed human and... One of the things I like to say, I've said it before in maybe some older episodes, like I still go to the toilet, I still have laundry to do, still have, you know, many, many of the same problems that less successful or whatever, you know, phrase, whatever way you want to describe it, than what less successful people have. I am still a human being and this is the same for anyone else that you see on the internet anyone else you see on the internet we are all human beings now going back to that last point around kind of the advantages that we have and being born in the right place that's quite an important point to say that okay that is a difference potentially there's a difference between someone born in South Sudan and someone who's born in Auckland New Zealand or someone who's born in California or someone who's born in London There is a distinct difference there, right? So when I say that there's this lie people tell themselves about successful people being different to them, but I'm not really talking about 
The things that we don't have control over, where we're born, the color of our skin, our natural abilities or our physical ability. Obviously, some people are born with physical or mental disabilities, right? So I'm not talking about the things that we don't have control over, but when you look at someone on the internet or on Instagram and you're like, oh, I could never be like them or they're just obviously so different to me. Really not, but there are a couple of tips that I want to leave you with if you feel like you want to level up in your life and you look at others online and you feel like it's so out of reach or that it's such an unrelatable way of being. Here are some of the little things. I've noted some tips down here. So being different in ways, I know that I am different from a lot of people but it's in things that you can control. So these are things that I've learned, things that I've taken on board and things that I've fostered within myself. Always be open to learning. If you're not open to learning, you are fucked. There is no human on this planet, nor will there ever be, I don't think, nor has there ever been, a human on this planet who knows everything. Even about a specific subject matter, there is always more to learn. Now that's kind of looking like very big picture, but day day to day, what does that look like? You're always open to learning new topic information, new subject matter. You're always open to learning about yourself. You're always open to learning about other people and working to relate to them and understand their thoughts and the position that they're in. The day that you close yourself off to learning is the day that you completely shut down your ability to excel or exceed. You have to stay open to learning. So people who are successful, they've always kept that door open. They're also self-aware highly highly self-aware actually to the point where it's probably a bit painful (laughs) and if you listened to an episode a few weeks back it was about self-awareness please go and listen to that because it really highlights the power of self-awareness it enables us to overcome the barriers that we've got within ourselves because when we can identify the way that we're feeling it enables us to do something about it or change our behavior If we're being a dickhead to someone else or if we're being judgy or mean or putting barriers in front of people based on their gender or their age or their race or their religion, we can go, oh, shit, actually, that's not cool. I'm going to adjust my behavior. So there's this whole kind of flywheel of benefits that being self-aware can bring It also helps you identify when you're wrong (laughs) and being able to know when you've made a mistake, especially if someone else doesn't tell you. And let me tell you from someone who's had a high flying career that there will be a lot of times where people don't tell you that you've fucked up and it's up to you to work it out and go, oh crap, I'm going to do something about that. So there's this whole raft of benefits that self-awareness can bring if you're looking to excel and succeed. The other way that successful people are different that you can control, meaning that you actually aren't different because you're a human that can control your, your, your own self, is that often people who have excelled, especially professionally or in business, they know what they're good at. They know what they're good at. 
I'll use myself as an example. I know that I'm good at numbers. I see this in my nephew as well. My goodness, he just turned nine a couple of weeks ago. He he is great at maths. He's It's just incredible. And you can tell that that's something that's going to serve him well in the future. And I'm going to make sure that he's aware of it, that, hey, you've got this numbers brain, little dude. I'm very good with numbers. I am very good at grasping new information. So my capacity to learn is extremely high. And if you are subscribed to me on YouTube, you'll see a video which I am going to post about autism, which is something I've never spoken about publicly before. So my capacity to learn is extremely high. My ability to solve problems is very, very good. That's something I've known since I was about nine or 10. So for me, those things, I'm good at other things too. I'm very good at music. I play the piano, for example, but that hasn't helped me professionally. When I look at the success of my career and the things that have really underpinned that success, it is some of my technical abilities around numbers. It is my technical knowledge around business, around accounting, around economics. It is my ability to learn things very quickly. It means I can understand what's going on within a business very quickly. So I know that I'm good at these things. And I've always used these skills in my career. But over the last four years, I have like not even doubled down on them. I have like quadrupled. (laughs) What's the, I don't know any number higher than quadrupled. Quintupled. Anyway, I have like quadrupled down on utilizing those things that I'm very good at and then that's taken me to another level because I've now got this hugely successful management consulting business so I'm lucky because I actually know those things and I'm 34 so I didn't figure this out when I was young like I knew that I was problem solving good at problem solving when I was younger knew that I was good at numbers but I probably didn't realize the importance of harnessing those skills and leveraging them. And I truly, truly believe that everyone, including you, has something that you are good at. Some people are just very mechanically skilled. They're very good with their hands. You know, if I sat down in front of a pottery wheel, I would probably just end up with all the clay on my feet. (laughs) There are other people who are incredibly skilled with their hands, with sculpting. Um, people who have a visual talent, they can take beautiful photographs, they can draw things, they can paint things. I can't do any of that. I suck at that. So knowing what you're actually good at, (laughs) knowing what you're actually good at, figuring that out. And it might take some trial and error. If you didn't grow up in an environment where kind of the things that you loved and made you happy were like you didn't have the permission to foster those and really spend time on those or to explore things. I think, I think a lot of people have missed out on that growing up. This point's turning into a bit more of a rambly one again, but I'm kind of just really enjoying this thread of thoughts that are, that are being pulled out of my brain right now. So there, there are probably other things. Those are the only ones that I've noted down. You know, when we talk about this lie, we tell ourselves she's different from me. I mean, I'm not, I'm just another flawed human like you, but I'm different in ways that as humans, we can control. 
So I'm always open to learning, self-aware. I know what I'm good at. These are all things that people can work on. I think I've probably spoken enough on that today. (laughs) That was a real thinking out loud episode and it's quite a while since I've done one of those where I had minimal scripting. I really just wanted to see where those thoughts took me and also provide a little bit of hope for any of you who are feeling a little bit down. That's kind of my theme at the moment. I know many of my listeners are over in the United States and you are enjoying a wonderful summer right now, but I am in the Southern Hemisphere The city I live in has had its annual rainfall already and so I've attached this little kind of theme of like how to get out of a slump this month. If you listened to my last episode, it was about um, the questions you can ask yourself to get out of a mindset slump and this one, you know, is very much about quietening down all those lies that we can tell ourselves. Success is more than just money. Success is a feeling Success is accomplishing whatever is relevant to you. Take the time to define what it means to you and block out the noise of society telling you that success is something else. I'm very happy to say that success is not money. Um, You feel like crap when you're in a hospital bed and you've got material possessions at home. Money doesn't really make a difference, but financial security is very, very important. And I think that that's a goal that everyone should aim for and that that kind of equates to success in that instance. So, you know, work out what it is for you. And just remember that you're not different. You're not that different to me or anyone else that you listen to or see on the internet. And, you know, it takes more than just hard work to succeed. You do need a little bit of luck. You need to approach things with gusto and with energy and you need to say yes to the opportunities that come your way. Oh my God, I need to stop talking because otherwise this episode is just going to ramble on and become more. But let's open up this conversation about other lies that we tell ourselves around success. You know, drop them in the comments on this YouTube video. If you are listening on uh, one of the listening platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google, head over to my Instagram at Lani Fogelberg or the On Track with Lani Fogelberg Facebook page. Drop a comment on one of the videos and tell me the lies that you've been telling yourself. I want to hear and let's bust them together. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found this episode kind of insightful and a little bit motivating and just real, I think. I wanted to do something for you guys that just felt very real and honest today. So I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for watching or listening. Remember to hit the subscribe button or follow on Spotify and Apple. I am your host, Lani Fogelberg. I hope you go and have a spectacular day.